0: Welcome to the Speakeasy, Mixing Passions, a fuel production, established in 2023. Welcome to the 19th hole of the Speakeasy Championship, Mixing Passions. We are preparing for our biggest shot. Inside of our reed, we see this is a two-finger pour, and we're ready to go. Let's see what happens. Put is away. It's about 20 feet, breaking two feet left to right. Oh my goodness, it's tracking. It's tracking. It's good! Oh my goodness, it's in It's time to slow down, relax, and enjoy the speakeasy mixing passions. Hey there, Whiskey fans. This is Brian Bailey bringing you a Episode, uh, we'll call this a a third episode. Uh, so this is not our our actual show show rollout. This is kind of a prep show to get you ready for it. So this would be new for anybody that's getting ready to either jump into either one of these great passions of mine inside of the Speakeasy, which is it's starting to learn to enjoy whiskey, and also will start to learn to enjoy golf. So maybe you're new to golf as well. So these these pod or these videos and podcasts are really designed to kind of bridge the gap for you and get you moving in that direction. Um, so again, this is kind of how do I get into the habit of enjoying whiskey. Uh, again, we're, we're drinking responsibly. We're not drinking to get drunk. That is not what this show's about. It is for us to sit down and enjoy a cocktail, a mixer, a, a neat drink, uh, and enjoy that satisfaction. And not so much, you know, we're not pounding things to try to get drunk here. So... And again, I think golf's the same way where, you know, as we're first learning to play golf, our goal is not to shoot even par. Our goal is to enjoy the game, understand, get better at the game, and continue to get better until the point where we get good enough where we get miserable in golf, right? Um, So the same kind of concept here. But really what I want to do is just kind of take these two pieces, golf and whiskey drinkers, both as beginners. I don't know where you stand in any of the spectrums. I've been playing golf for a lot of years. I'm very new to the whiskey game. Um, so to me, I'm learning just as much as anybody else. So I'll be watching the show, and uh, we'll we'll kind of learn together, which will be exciting. So the first thing we want to talk about is how do we learn to drink whiskey? Well, we've all had experiences, well, I would assume. Most of us have had experiences with whiskey. Some good, some bad. Maybe some a mix, or some completely different, right? So we've all had a, a, a case and a where we've enjoyed whiskey or at least had whiskey and you know so the beauty is 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 a lot of people have a thought of what that is and i say the golf is the same right right i've you know friends of mine gave me a set of clubs when we went and played golf you know just kind of threw me in the fire just like here here's a shot of whiskey take it go you know so again those those formats are very similar you know you were uncomfortable probably didn't taste good didn't play well i was a little bit miserable you know maybe i hit a car across the street uh, well, hopefully you didn't hit a car after you drank whiskey. But again, you can see the concepts are all right. We're not ready for the situation. We're kind of going into it half half understanding what's happening. And maybe we just shot the whiskey back and whoo tasted like fire. And again, you know, I couldn't hit a ball straight and it kept cutting right into the to the very fancy homes next to the golf course. So again, what we've got to learn is how can we start to enjoy, to appreciate, and get better at, right? You know, my first experience with whiskey was I was a kid. Uh, my grandfather owned a restaurant in Norfolk, Virginia, and he and his buddies would get together every weekend and go hunting and fishing and they would drag me along with them, which I enjoyed. Some of the best memories of my life, right? So after the fish or the hunt we would come back to the restaurant and they would field dress, clean, whatever was going on for the what we caught for the day. And so the beauty is is, you know, he had a bunch of buddies around and they were all drinking beer and whiskeys and and, you know, just kind of enjoying life and talking life and everything about that. He used to always have beer, ice cold beer in a cup. So he'd have a solo cup filled with ice and he would pour beer in it. And I, as a young kid, would come and slide around the corner and take a little sip every once in a while. Well, on my first experience of whiskey ever is he did the exact same thing he always did, but he actually poured Canadian mist, which is a Canadian whiskey. And I kind of slunk around the corner and I picked up the cup and I took a couple big sips thinking it was ice cold beer and it wasn't. So that was my first uh satisf- or my first encounter with whiskey. I think I spit half of it out and I was coughing and wheezing and uh it just wasn't good, right? And then of course through college, you know, college years you're given whiskey and you you know you're drinking for different reasons a lot of times you're drinking well, which is not very good and you're you know you're drinking with different goals in mind a lot of times. Um, So, again, a lot of those thoughts and feedback that you have about whiskey aren't true. You know, those are very small snapshots, just like in golf. That's a very small snapshot. The first time I played golf, you know, the fact that I couldn't get it off the ground, those are just small snapshots that you'll look back at and laugh, right? But what we want to do is start to educate, get better, and move the game forward. So, I always say, if you're looking for instant enjoyment, these are the wrong pleasures for you, right? Nobody picks up a golf club and plays great right out the gate. To be good at golf, you've got to be good at a lot of different things. And what we come to find out is, there's, you know, you got to be good off the tee, you got to be a good approach shot around the green, out of trouble on the green, and then basically targeting, understanding the environment. When there's lots of factors, I always say it's like a decathlete. To be a good golfer, you have to be a decathlete. You have to be good at so many things to achieve. All doable. But again it's going to take some work it's going to take time it's never that easy and enjoying whiskey i think is the same way there's so many types of whiskey so many different brands uh so many different styles you get the five big ones you have scottish irish american aka bourbon you have canadian whiskeys and you also have japanese whiskeys those are the big five now there's whiskeys being in micro whiskeys and craft whiskeys being built all you know Distillers all around the country, and I'm actually going to a, a, a Virginia distillers uh, tasting this weekend. Um, so they're they're all over the world. Uh, there's more and more coming online, but again, the big five we kind of talked about, right? So um, so we've got to understand that of those five, there's countless distillers and countless different types. So I need to find that flavor or that that what I enjoy inside of a whiskey, and they all taste different, and that's the beauty of it. Um, what I've come to learn is just like golf, right? If you go to a golf course, you can pay $50 for a municipal course, and it could be spectacular. You could pay $500 for this elite resort course, and you walk away from it, and you go, it was okay, right? Same thing with you know understanding whiskeys. I can buy a $100 bottle and be like, I think that tastes like rocket fuel, and it's terrible. And I can buy a $25 bottle and go, that's the best thing I've ever had in my life. So, again, just because it's expensive and it's, it, it's kind of everyone talks about how great it is, it doesn't mean that it fits you and what you like to do. And golf is very similar to that. So, uh, enough rambling about uh, kind of my background with whiskey and kind of where I'm going with this. First thing we're going to talk about is what kind of equipment do I need to be able to start drinking whiskey? Well, first off, you need a whiskey, you need a glass of some sort. And maybe a jigger or a shot glass, anything along that lines. This is all the equipment you need to get started. Very simple. Uh, I like uh, Telemordieu whiskey just because it's a great starter. Irish, pretty cheap, kind of runs in the upper 20s. Um, Very flavorful for the price point and a good, it's really good to mix with and things along that lines. Um, we have a, you know, a rocks glass, and then we also have what we call a Glencairn glass. It's kind of that tulip-shaped. Uh, this is made more for tasting and sipping. This is made for more mixed drinks uh, and cocktails. And then this is our simple measuring device. So that's pretty much all the equipment you need. There's tons of other equipment, you know, it's just like golf. You know, at Christmas, if you're a golfer, you know that some relative is going to buy you some obscure golf toy, game, whatever... Uh, You're gonna get shirts and you're gonna get shirts, you're gonna get all kinds of stuff about your passion, and a lot of it you're just gonna look at and shake your head. Uh, But again, basic equipment, that's all we need to get started. Golf, I would say, would be even simpler A, a putter of some sort, a wedge of some sort, and I would start with a mid iron of some sort. So let's say seven iron, you know, sand wedge, putter. Start with those three clubs, that's all you really need to do to get understanding. And I would also get some wiffle balls. So that way I can, if I have any grass space in my yard, I can actually swing and hit a wiffle ball. And again, just getting to understand the motion. But that's kind of, at simplicity's sake equipment, that's what I would say you'd have to get started with. Of course, golf balls as well. And then again, the beauty of these is these work actually really well on a uh, carpet. You can lay that down and actually putt into the cup. so this could actually act as a putting hole for you as well um but equipment wise you don't need a lot to get started in the hobby and the beauty again is don't go crazy like i said don't go out and buy a 400 hundred dollar bottle of whiskey and take a sip and hate it right that's not what it's for just like you don't need to go buy that 600 hundred dollar new driver because that's you don't need that right you you're starting to learn you're starting to understand you're starting to progress so start small Start on the lower side, and you'll work your way. As you start to find the taste and flavors you like, you can kind of and search through that, and then you can go as expensive and as grand as you want to. So that's kind of, a, again, basic equipment. Um, where to play, right? So one is you can start your own home bar, which I've done here. Uh, that's an option. Uh, or you can just go to your local drinkery of some sort, pub, bar, um, whiskey bar, there's there's tons of them out there, and I think the really neat things about where to go play is, you know, that's a very, it's a, a costly thing in the fact that the drinks are more expensive, but it's cheaper in the fact that you could go try a bunch of stuff that, that you don't have to buy a big bottle for, and then you, with bartenders and all, they can mix and make whiskey taste where it almost doesn't taste, and that's a great way to start, Or, you know, they can change the flavors and enhance what you as a a person would want to taste. So again, where to play? You got bars, you got pubs, you got, you know, you name it. A friend's house, become really good friends with friends that have lots of whiskeys. I have a few. Makes it a lot easier. You can go try their stuff, get a good understanding of what that is. Um, so that's kind of where you can go play, and, and golf's the same way. You don't have to go pay the most expensive golf course and, and think you're just going to love golf. Um, I love, you know, you think of happy hour at bars, you know, certain times during the day they're trying to drive customers into the bar. Uh, golf has that too. They're called twilight rates, right? Especially in the summertime, if you go tee up after a certain time, go play, and this is what it, you know, boom. They, they, you know, they slash the prices and things like that. So, again, where to play and how to play, uh, both very fun. So, how are we going to train to become Betty whiskey drinkers? Well, we'll put the glasses to the side. The first thing we can do is we can create mixes. So, mixes would be what? Dr. Pepper, 7-Up, great sodas. You know, you've probably heard of Seagram 7-7. and Uh, Ginger Ale is another good one. Uh, My wife loves the Dr. Pepper with certain types of whiskey. So, there's tons of options. You have Coke. Everyone's heard of the iconic Jack and Coke, right? So there's, so to me, mixers are the easiest because mixers are a lot of times the stuff that you already have in the house. Some people like to put a, you know, an orange wedge in it or use the peel or things like that. So they want that citrus flavor. A lot of times in the winter, I'll use a lot of dried fruits. Um, You can drop that in and that'll start to bring that flavor of the fruit into the whiskey. And again, it's just a way to kind of change the flavor. how would I recommend, so if you've never had whiskey or you've had really bad experiences or the only whiskey you know is Fireball, uh, how can I start doing that? So what I would do is take my um, jigger here, I would actually put basically a half a shot of whiskey, so about half an ounce, and then I would flip it over and do one and a half ounces of soda. So basically a three to one ratio, right? Three times the amount of soda to the actual whiskey. And that's really, you're gonna get the sweet flavors and, and all that from the soda. And it's really going to tone down that alcohol content inside of whiskey. So that's a great way to start. And then what I would do is, you know, once I got comfortable with kind of a, you know, uh, one th- you know, a 3 to 1 ratio, maybe I'd cut that down to a 50-50, I would go half an ounce of whiskey, half an ounce of 7-Up or Coke. And then I would, you know, once I got comfortable there, I started, at that point, you're really going to start to taste the whiskey more. Uh, and Start to taste the different flavors of the whiskey and then finally, you know i probably get to the point where I do the exact opposite I would do one and a half shots of whiskey and maybe oh, half a shot of my soda And again that you know, you also hear at bars a lot of times give me a Jack and Coke, but Coke just a splash So again, it, it's taking away a lot of that sweetness from the soda and you're gonna get more and more flavor from the whiskey um, so the beauty is is sodas juices um, different fruits, uh, things along that lines are all really good half steps, half measures to get you more to enjoy whiskey. Um, also, so we're going to take that to golf. You know, how am I going to introduce myself to golf? What kind of mixes can I have? Uh, the mixers out there are, are phenomenal. Top Golf, Drive Shack, those kind of places, and you can actually mix both of these passions together at Top Golf. Or uh, drive shack, you can actually sit down and enjoy a whiskey and hit golf balls all at the same time, um, and watch the football game all going on. Um, so again, you know, there's things like that. Uh, kind of, you know, kind of like to me, mixers would be top golf putt putt, uh, and they have really fancy putt putts nowadays. They're not like a, me in the '70s, um, the original putt putt. Now that you know, Tiger Woods is a part of a group that has actually real putting greens. Uh, a lot of golf courses have huge 18 hole putting courses and things like that so there's a lot of that going on so to me those would be mixers those would be fun uh golf oriented things but it's not really golf right putt-putt is not really golf even though i've seen people wear shirts saying putt-putt is golf that is not true top golf is not golf golf is golf right so here's the beauty of it so to me those would be kind of like your mixes right and kind of golf light now we're going to go into cocktails well, with cocktails, it's going to take a little bit more. We're going to have mixers. We're going to have different spirits to mix with it. Uh, so cocktails are taking your experience up a little bit. How I got into whiskey mainly was really the start of cocktails, right? So during COVID, you know, I kind of hit on this earlier. We were locked down. I stopped drinking beer. Uh, I have beer every once in a while. But uh, my wife and I started to experiment with different cocktails. And, and you know, we start i'm a big tequila fan i do like tequila uh but we kind of started di- bringing in some browner liquors some whiskey some bourbons and started doing old fashions manhattans uh john collins's and things like that so some different drinks that again would enhance the flavor of the whiskey but didn't give you the the burn of the whiskey right because you got to remember whiskeys are 80 proof plus so they are going to have that it's a lot of alcohol in there so it's going to have that burn so a l- the beauty of a cocktail is they can use different citruses, ice, um, different cocktails to kind of enhance and mask some of that. So, to me, I think cocktails are kind of your next step into enjoying whiskeys as well. Uh, these are things you can do out out on, on the town. There's tons and tons of different types. Every bar usually has signature whiskey drinks, mixes. Encourage you to sample a bunch of those. But again, this is getting, you know, this is kind of cool. To me, like I said, cocktails was kind of my step into actually enjoying whiskey neat uh, that I drink mainly now. So executive course wise, we have, you know, so I would say golf would be like an executive course, right? So it's, you know, cocktails are more like whiskey, more like drinking, uh, but, you know, it, it, it would be, you know, it's a certain recipe to give you a certain taste. It's, you know, mixers are, I'm, I'm upping and downing and trying to mask cocktails are more enhancing the flavor of whiskey so i would say like i said if you're going to apply that to golf that would be more like an executive golf course right par three courses it is golf but it's not really golf because you're hitting a bunch of par threes a bunch of short shots uh things like that so cocktails are again getting closer and closer to enjoying whiskey uh but then again it's just not really there yet and then finally i think you get to what we would do um heck let's go ahead and take my Glencairn glass out here and i will grab let's say oh heck i'll go with an american bourbon here and i'll just put in a little bit you know why not you know drink while you're doing these shows it's free um so what i went in is i pulled i did an actual bullet bourbon sorry let me show you the bottle uh bullet bourbon it is a They don't say high rye whiskey, but it's actually a rye whiskey, uh, bourbon. Um, So that means bourbon, if you don't know, is 51% corn, has to be stilled in brand new oak. We'll talk about all that stuff. But their number two grain inside of it is actually uh, rye. And what you've come to learn about rye is it's very peppery, very spicy in flavor. So, you know, so again, um, once you get to the point where, you know, you can go neat uh that would be just drinking this um just as it is but i do think there's one little piece in between there so here's neat Mm, i really like bullet to me it tastes like red hots um you know those little candies i love it um also the one thing i did forget to mention would be your flavored whiskeys um Oh, heck, there's one more down here. So we have American Honey, which is a whiskey that is actually created by Wild Turkey. It is a honey-flavored whiskey. And by flavored, I mean they actually add flavors to the the whiskey. Um, A bourbon cannot be flavored. So you can't have a flavored bourbon. You can only have a flavored whiskey. But it could be made exactly like a bourbon, but they add flavor to it. No longer can you call it a bourbon. You have to call it a whiskey. Uh, One of our favorites, and this is one that got my wife started, was the Bird Dog. Um, Bird Dog is 80 proof. It is a whiskey. They have peach, blackberry, cherry. Uh, They have all different types of flavors. Um, Apple Jack is one of my favorites. That's kind of one of the first ones that kind of flavored whiskeys that got me to enjoy whiskey. It gives you that a little bit more sweetness uh, and less of that. And then probably my favorite of the flavored is actually Jameson Orange. Uh, Price points in the 30s uh this has a very they they use orange peels in in the process so it it has a very very rich flavorful orange note to it so if you like orange jameson orange i love this in the summertime on ice just sitting back and enjoying you know sitting on the deck cooking on the grill uh to me jameson orange is a spectacular flavored whiskey um, but it's not going all the way into our neat zone uh, and again to me what you flavored whiskeys would be would be like playing the golf course um playing the golf course out there uh but maybe playing shorter tees right it's not the full flavor of whiskey it's still whiskey it's still you know high in proof but it's it's a little bit different than going after it um you know so again to me this would be like you know, typically I play the white tees, maybe I pushed up to the blue tees or, or, or to the gray tees or the gold tees or the red tees and played golf a little bit. It's still golf, it's still really good, but it's different than your typical normal whiskey. And then your master level, you know, you're all the way back on the blows. Playing the championship golf course is when you go neat, which neat is very simply whiskey at room temperature in a glass that's neat right um and and that again to me that is the ultimate championship inside of uh where you're going to get inside of flavoring and then once you understand that now you can smell the aroma and put a, a flavor to it then you can taste it put a flavor to it and then you can even put that finish what does it feel like when it ends does it sit there for a long time short time all of which we're going to talk about in upcoming videos on how to actually start to enjoy the flavors and again the beauty i think about whiskey is it is just grain and it is just water and it's been fermented and distilled that's it it is a very organic clean thing and just like going out on the golf course the golf course is fresh air sunlight tons of green grass just a great place to spend your day Except for maybe Ireland and Scotland. It gets a little windy and cold there. Uh, but overall, what we can see, again, is how, how would I, you know, get... If someone came to me today and said, how can I start to play uh, golf? Start simple. Couple clubs, go to garage sales, go to play it against secondhand stores, buy some cheap stuff, learn to start moving the club, putting the ball, you know, go to Top Golf, do those fun things, start to fall in love with the game of golf, and then kind of, you know, come on the journey of golf. And to me, whiskey is the same thing. Start simple, start cheap. Glass, uh, jigger, and a bottle of whiskey. Uh, and Start there, and then start playing mixing games, cocktail games, grow your palate, and over time you'll come to appreciate whiskey for what it is, which is a good sipping drink with friends. Sit back, slow down, and enjoy life a while. So I hope this is kind of helpful on how to go ahead and get started inside of the whiskey journey. Uh, If you have any questions or any comments, uh, please let me know, uh, I will definitely uh, expand on that. Our next video will be how to actually drink by smell, taste, finish, and legs. We'll talk about all of that uh, in the next video on how if you're actually going to a whiskey tasting. So, you don't embarrass yourself. What does that look like? Just as well as if you're new to golf and you're going to your first tournament, don't want you to embarrass yourself there. We're going to kind of talk you through that as well. So, again, this is Mixing Passions. Uh, This is Brian Bailey here in the Speakeasy, and I want to thank you for your time and joining us. Thank you. This has been a fuel production.